Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the podcast, Healthcare's Missing Link, a podcast where we help you uncover those things that are missing from your best health. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Sherwood, and today we're going to do a special edition of Just Good News. Why is Just Good News important? It's because it offsets bad news. But we take these Just Good News stories and we make them applicable today, and we, we will talk about the application as it applies to the benefit it can sort of supply in our own health. When we supply our mind and our eyes and our ears, perhaps with good news, there's a massive change that occurs. And it's a it's change that occurs on the inside of us, which will absolutely improve our health. Today's stories are absolutely and incredibly inspiring. There are stories of giving beyond comprehension, seeing a need in the midst of a storm and addressing that need with an intensity that is unsurpassed. So let's dive into these stories right now. I'm very excited about these because they're really, really amazing in their own right. So we're talking about this process of good news. First of all, we talk about this story of vanilla feeding tomorrow. Now, what does that mean, vanilla feeding tomorrow? Story of a teenager who actually is raising thousands of dollars in Tennessee to supply food for Tennessee's food banks. And by the way, did you know, and there's a lot of poverty going on around the world today, um, of course, but did you know that in East Tennessee, one in seven people struggle with hunger? Or also that one in five children in East Tennessee struggle with hunger. Did you know that? Hunger does not need to happen in the land of abundance. After watching uh, the COVID-19 news segment, because we're all in this uh, crazy pandemic time by the long lines at food banks and the shortages across the United States, a 14-year-old in the state of Tennessee decides to add a little bit of vanilla to the creation. It wasn't right, he thought, that people were going hungry. Why should they go hungry? And that's a question that I ask you today. Why should people go hungry? In an effort to try and help the East Tennessee residents suffering from food um, scarcities, William Cabanus, 14 years old, started selling vanilla extract and donating all of his profits to Second Harvest Food Bank of East Tennessee. And he did this with each eight-ounce bottle of vanilla pure extract. He made it homemade using a premium Madagascar vanilla beans, which will enhance the flavors in your baking. Now, I bet you've never had vanilla premium Madagascar vanilla bean before. I think it sounds amazing, and no wonder it's very unique. And he made this homemade. So these eight-ounce bottles, he would sell these things, and every purchased eight-ounce bottle, and if you're able to view, you're able to see this, the bottle's called Vanilla feeds tomorrow. So every purchased eight ounce bottle will provide 42 meals for East Tennessee residents in need. And every dollar donated toward the cause provides, get this, three meals. So with every dollar donation, we have three meals. And with every eight ounce bottle we sell, we provide 42 meals. That's a pretty good return on investment. So I think that little William here has learned a power of multiplication, which I'll come back and talk about from an application standpoint in just a moment. So since May, and we're in 2020, 
William has been creating his own website, designing his own labels, researching, researching how to manufacture and ship uh, vanilla. He's also been running Vanilla Feeds Tomorrow Instagram and Twitter accounts. You can certainly find him there if you choose to. His grandmother helps him keep up with his Facebook page. His dad helps him with legal and financial matters. His mother drives him around to make deliveries. And even his younger brother and sister help making boxes. So this vision that William had, William Cabinets had, to feed people through using the homemade vanilla caught hold and it affected his family. We'll talk about that more in just a moment too. So William and his family, he obviously has a younger sister and a younger brother. He's kind of leading the way. So this cabinet's family is really changing the world. William is quoted as saying, get this, and this is a 14-year-old boy. What wisdom here? If I can only help one person, I'll be satisfied that I made a difference. However, I would like to do this for as many people as I can. No one should have to worry about hunger. This is my goal for vanilla feeds tomorrow. And that's William Cavanis. So far, believe it or not, up to date. And here we are at the time of this recording. And he started it in May of 2020. Cavanis has raised more than $9,000 in profits and received orders from 17 different states. And that's enough. Forget this. Believe it or not, 27,000 meals. If you're interested in helping William share this message, you can purchase a bottle of pure vanilla extract made with Madagascar beans or donate to the cause. You can visit him at vanillafeedstomorrow.com. What a worthy cause. The application here is simple. Vanilla had an idea, but that idea does not come from himself. It comes from divine intervention because when one has an idea, I'm reminded of the story of the young boy with five loaves and two fishes. When there was a hunger problem and Jesus and his disciples were teaching and they were trying to feed 5,000 people plus women and children, they looked around and said, how are we going to do this? At least the disciples did. And Jesus looked at his disciples, and I'm paraphrasing heavily, and says, you give them something to eat. And the disciples recognized that there was a little boy that had five loaves and two fishes, and he was able to give that, and he was willing to give that. So the, the principle here is that when you are able to give what you have, it might seem like a little bit, but when you put it in the hands of God, and he did this, the little boy in the story I'm talking about in the Bible actually gave it to Jesus, and Jesus blessed it and fed 5,000 people, and there were still some left over. The point of that is, the principle of multiplication is very real. When you're able to give and willing to give what you have, even though it's small, and you put that in the right hands, it will be multiplied exponentially beyond belief with the intent to bless other people. So when you give on the right heart of what you have, the principle of multi multiplication will take over and that blessing will cascade. In this case, the blessing has cascaded in William Cabanus' life, into his family, and into people that have purchased for him in 17 states. So check it out, vanillafeedstomorrow.com, and consider supporting this wonderful young man's dream. The next one comes to us in a really unique way. Tyler and Melanie Tabajna. They're getting married. They're, they are in love, Madeline. They've got a wonderful, wonderful wedding plan. 
and a destination. But things are about to take a turn for the unexpected because Melanie and Tyler had paid in advance for their August wedding. We're talking August this year. They secured a romantic lodge and a DJ and a food truck caterer to serve dinner for about 150 family members and friends. So they prepaid for all this. Can you imagine they had the dream day? They are ready to do this thing, ready to celebrate and begin their life in the presence of 150 family and friends. In early July, the couple from Parma, Ohio, got an email saying that their picturesque destination spot they booked for their nuptials would be open but only under very, very strict regulations because of the pandemic. Well, you can see that was going when they realized they were unable to host their guests and have a crowd. They canceled their formal reception and decided to put the money that they spent on food to good use. What did they do? Check this out. Tyler and Melanie, they contacted Laura's home, a Cleveland shelter for single women and mothers with children. And they arranged to have their caterer, who they'd already paid, deliver a meal worth about $2,000 for 135 people there at Laura's home. So while Tapanya said she and her husband were happy to donate, their only request was that they could actually serve the meal to the residents on their big day. Yes, we're talking about their wedding day. So after they said their I do's in front of only about a dozen family members in Melanie's grandparents' backyard. They helped serve the meal at Laura's home themselves. Can you imagine picturing the bride in her wedding dress with her mask on, with a hairnet on, and the groom in his tuxedo with a mask and a hairnet on serving people at Laura's house? That's exactly what Mr. and Mrs. now on their first day of their wedding Mr. and Mrs. Tapajna did. What an amazing act of servanthood. Now, Melanie said this, and Tyler said something is too. First of all, Melanie said, I was worried about our parents. We mad at us because they were as excited about it as we were. And Tyler, he said something a little bit unique too. He said, it seemed like a great way to spend our wedding day. It turned out to be the most beautiful day ever. See, they could have just donated all that money to the home and, and actually went their merry way. But it was important to them to come out and meet everyone and serve the meal. That's important because the application here is that when we actually have a hand in giving somebody else a leg up, they can have a head start in life. See, the money they'd already paid the caterer for the wedding happened to cover the cost of so much food that was prepared that the shelter was able to feed all of its residents, not just for one day, but for several days. So when they donated, again, they took something that seemed to be a negative and turned it into positive. They donated their meal that was supposed to feed 150 people for one day, was able to feed over 120 people for multiple days. Again, the principle of multiplication is alive and well. So what are they going to do? They have decided, Melanie and Tyler, that they're going to give a donation to charity every year to celebrate their wedding day. They're modest people, so obviously they made the point to say that they didn't do it to generate publicity, but they did do it with the hope that it would inspire others. 
Does this inspire you to do something unique on your wedding day for someone other than each other to help other people get a leg up? I hope it does. The application here in both of these is very, very clear. When we're willing to give out of the little that we have, it doesn't seem like much. It's a lot to other people. Some people are less fortunate. Some people are more fortunate. But friends, we're all blessed. Because if we just would understand the principles of multiplication, the principles of giving, and the principles of servanthood, we would experience true blessing. So let's be like Mr. and Mrs. Stepania and William Cabanis. And let's give at every chance we get. Find a special time to give. And that's your challenge with this podcast. Find something to do, some way to serve. Give a gift to someone without them even knowing. And just give the gift. Find somebody to bless out of the abundance of your heart and watch God multiply that blessing in many, many ways. You see how good news can affect your health? You're probably smiling now. And that means that smiles are like good medicine to the soul. I hope you've enjoyed our podcast today. And please don't let any of those things that are hidden steal your best health because it's not worth it. And please, as we always do, subscribe right down there. There's a button below there where you can actually find out what's coming next, who's coming next. And we can't wait to see you again next time on the wonderful podcast, Healthcare's Missing Link. We'll see you soon.